You're listening to Loyal Locals Podcast. My name is Jerry Jimenez. I'm joined once again for episode two, by the way. Dos. Number dos. Uh, Drew Steck. Yo. Steve, Steve Brogoff here with me. What's up, guys? What's up? What's going on? Um, This ceiling. <laughs> Come on, man. The bottom of my beer. How about that? Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, hey, it. talking about beer, let's do this. I want to make this a tradition for this podcast of the locals because we are about san diego we are in san diego by the way somewhere in san diego we ain't gonna, we're not gonna tell you where you probably know where we talked about it in episode one but regardless cheers guys beers cheers buddy cheers, cheers i don't know if you can hear it but clink 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 we'll edit the sound effects and later we're drinking uh get michael winslow on here <laughs> we're drinking the second chance beer company beer i'm drinking a clever hoppy name Pale L. What are you having, Drew? I'm having a I'm having a Mulligan. That's the same as Steve. Yep. yep. Yeah. Amber L. Mulligan. Amber L. Uh, these are good, man. They do reds and ambers very well. They do everything very well, but they I, I think more so than most local breweries, they do reds and ambers extremely well. Yeah. So the goal is to have different breweries hopefully um, sponsor this. Second chance. Send us a check. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're here for episode two. By the way, this episode uh, is all about. The locals. We're going to be talking about what we've been doing, and we may or may not have a special guest. Maybe we'll see if we can make it happen. Make it happen. There we go. The beer's already kicking in, guys. There I can't go. even spoke oh, right. Yeah. Oh dang it! All right. By the way, you can spoke just fine. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm supposed to be the communications director and communications. Oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the communications director. <laughs> this beer is fan- second chance. Shout out! Oh, this is fantastic. He took three sips. And that's uh, that's three sips. Dios mio, this is five point six percent alcohol. By yeah, the way, it's, it's a it all went straight to your lips. It's a pale L, but it's pretty hoppy. Clever hoppy name. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, cool. Award winning right. porters, they got it all. So this episode, episode two, welcome. We are going to be talking about the state of the supporters group, where we are at now, today. We have a lot coming up, Steve, Drew. Yeah, we do. we have a lot coming up i think i'm the only one that actually told warren smith to his face why did you do 2020 why didn't you go to 2021 yeah i think you're the visually the only person who was not excited when you said that to him the rest of us were like oh 2020 yeah i was like oh shoot and in all my communications with the club back and forth you know i brought that point up and this week i i think i finally texted uh so is it too late for 2021? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm stoked that we're playing literally next month, but uh, the amount of work that's on our plates is astronomical. It's, Li- it's insane. Literally next month. Yeah. So by the time that you guys are listening to this, we will be getting ready for our first preseason game, which is coming up. The entire season schedule has been released, guys. Pull it up so that actually it's, we can I'm talk gonna say, about it. I'm going to say it's my fault. I'm just going to break in here and say it's my Is fault it for fault? playing in 2020, guys. I, I prayed and I believed for two years that we would have a pro soccer team here from about January 2017 till now. And I wished really, really hard, honestly, since I moved back a number of years ago, that, that this would happen. So I believe that it's my fault because I really just said this needs to happen as soon as possible. And then when it started happening, it happened as soon as possible. So I'm going to take the blame. Oh, wait, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. my, my 2021 was in jest. I, I'm, I'm just, ex- I just want to take the blame as well for this, personally. I'm incredibly excited. I mean, yeah, we, this has been a lot, way overdue, so don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm stoked. It's just 
we have like six weeks and I have a baby due in between those that time. Oh, <laughs> there, there's that. So, there's that. There's it that. Is, we're just saying it's a, it's a, a good problem to have. It's a champagne problem in some ways, but it is one where there's just a lot compressed here for us. And then for you, if you're somebody who follows the group and wants to be in on it. Picture this. Drew walks into the Immaculata at University of San Diego and says, Lord, wherever you are, ma'am, Mr. It's usually black Jesus. Please, <laughs> black Jesus. Uh, please give us a soccer team, professional soccer team that we can support in 2020. Yes. That's what happened. And here we are now. Uh, struggling. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, Drew, the vice president. Steve, the president of the local supporter group. Me being the communications director. Uh, just want to bring you some information as far as what we have been doing. But before we do that, I want to go over our schedule. And throw out there a question, but first and foremost, very important date that you need to remember, March 7th, 2020. Home opener. Wow. Or home opener. That's going to be a, f Ugh, it's going to be a, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, guys. Like it's, I'm it nervous, feels so I'm close. Excited, yes, it's I'm, like all sorts of things yeah. flying the, around. The what is it? Luke Wilson or no? It's Owen Wilson in Armageddon. He goes, I'm, I'm either ninety two percent excited and eight percent scared, or eighty or ninety two percent scared and eight percent excited. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. That's pretty much where we're at. So flip flop each the, moment. The big thing is that we are there. We have a, a schedule. We have games. Uh, we have our 17 home games plus three friendlies, by the way. Yeah. Um, Steve, friendly number one is coming in February yep. next month. You want to give us the info on that real quick? So February 2nd, um, February 22nd, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, wait, I was like, wait, what? Okay, go ahead. 20 hey, seconds. Those 20 days matter, people. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking to use that as basically a just like the club is, you know, do it as a, as a trial run. It's, it's, uh, it's a way for us to get our supporters in there, you know, get our drums in there, which we'll talk about a little bit, mm -hmm. I think it, 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 further along in this podcast. Um, it, it's just, a, it's a trial run. It's a way for us to get our feet underneath us and, and get really, really, really ready for that March 7th. Now, before that, and I'm sorry that we kind of skipped into that, before that is a very important date, another important date, and that's a lot closer to us now coming very, very soon. January 19th. The soccers are awesome. The soccers are awesome. Yeah. We will be attending what is going to be the first ever San Diego Loyal Soccer Club night at the soccers at Pachanga Arena. If you guys haven't been there, I don't know what you're doing with your lives. Uh, might have been called something but different, but you got to get there. The sports arena. We are going to be hanging out with the deep end, joining them in voice, in spirit, and in physical. Uh, I don't know what you, what you call it, but we're going to be there basically. Mass. Mass. Yeah. And before that, we do plan on having a meeting. So this is where it gets really important. Steve, do you want to kind of get into details of what we're going to be doing that entire day, sir? Yeah, so we have um, a leadership meeting there on um, at noon at Bay City, uh, which is where the Deep End has done their pregame uh, get-togethers for the past couple of years. Um, walking distance, by walking the way, to the arena. To the arena. So our leadership meeting will be our next leadership meeting. We had our first one back in December. Our next one, you know, monthly will be January, um, January nineteenth. Uh, we're gonna 
get everybody's updates on what they've been working on. Uh, in episode one, we went through the the leadership rundown of who people are. Um, and like we've said a couple times now, there's a ton of work to do. So everybody's working hard. Um, kind of get a state of the supporters group. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be kind of there to start off the day. And then we'll have a bunch of stuff coming up through the rest of the day. Like uh, just a bunch of tailgate and hang out in the parking lot. Free parking with every soccer's home game. So you always have that going on as well. Um, so it's, it's just going to be a massive deal. I think soccer's, I, I heard on a other podcast, uh, earlier this week, soccer's going to have, uh, one of their players come out and actually play in the parking lot with bridge Parkata for the Pana nice. game. So one of the players who's not playing in the game that night will come out and do Pana and you, it'll be the beat the soccer, uh, Pana court as well. So we, we've got a bunch of things to layer in there. And so stay tuned to our socials and to our events page on our website, the slash events. To, to kind of get more on that. But as Steve said, we'll kind of kick it off with the leadership, round it out with a game, hang out with the deep end, and kind of fuse in uh, and fuse up throughout the afternoon. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun, fun time. January 19th. It all starts. Kickoff is 5.05. However, we will be there at Bay City at 3 o'clock walking distance. I'm sorry, 12 o'clock uh, walking distance. Uh, and then the festivities actually start two hours before game time, which is 3 o'clock. Um, so they are having the first ever fan fest within the 2020 year for the soccer's and we will be there. So come and join us. Make sure that you are there. Uh, it's not just a leadership meeting. We are going to actually have what could possibly be our first ever drum circle. So that's going to be fun. Make sure you join us. Um, and talking about joining us, we do have a very special guest that is going to be coming on here shortly. Um, you can't do the state of the supporter group without the state of the club, right? So That's we right. Say, club is, you know, got a coach uh, or a manager here. It's had a director of football operations, but officially they became a coach. And uh, we've got a couple of their assistants as well. But uh, I Should think it would be good to kind of maybe hear from the horse's mouth. Maybe Should I call him? I, I don't know. All right. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Gotcha. Oh, there oh, you are. Wow, it worked. <laughs> Joining us now. Where are you, sir? I'm at home, man. You're at home? All right. Hiding from your from sleeping kids? What's that? Hiding from your sleeping kids? You are 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a closet being as quiet as possible in the, in the deepest recesses of his house. So what do we call you? Gaffer, skipper, coach? Yeah, what, what do, do we want? call you, sir? What term are you Landon? the most affectionate towards, really? You can call me Landon. Ah. Oh, okay. Wow. The first ever guest, other I mean, obviously not in person, to the Loyal Locals podcast, Coach Gaffer, Mr. Landon Donovan. How are you, sir? It's a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm tired, but doing well otherwise. Uh, you're, first of all, can I just say thank you because you agreed to do this kind of like last minute. We were like, hey, can, I wonder if he would say yes. And you did. <laughs> And so we're super excited to have you on. Obviously, this podcast is about getting information out to the locals. And you've kind of gotten to know a few of us. And you will get to know a lot of us. And you will get to see us and hear us come March 7th. And actually, before that, February. And even before that, in January, we are just talking about uh -huh. the soccer game. So we're going to be at all of these events. And so we wanted to talk to you. So we are so honored to have you on, sir. So thank you for coming on. No, it's my pleasure. And I'm, I've said this a million times and I mean it. Um, this doesn't happen 
without you guys. It really doesn't. And so you guys have been pushing for this a long, longer than I have. I'm, I'm just happy to be a part of it. And I'm glad we get to grow this together. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that leads right to the first question. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Go, Steve. What's your impression of what we've done so far? I mean, officially done so far, not from the years past, but, you know, kind of as a supporters group, uh, launching, yeah. getting the name, doing the, the crest, uh, the memberships, the numbers, the, the, the tickets. You know, what's your impression? When you guys came to present to us, uh, pretty much everybody to a person said, I didn't realize that they were going to be that organized. And I think, including myself, I think we underestimate how much, um, how much work you guys put into this. And I started to notice that like with Chris Donahue and, and a lot of the AO guys, when I spent some time with them, you realize how big of a process this is just to get, uh, well, just to get people organized for one game, much less, you know, a, a brand new supporter section. So I was, I was really impressed as was everyone else just by how serious you take it. And then even further to that, like actually setting up guidelines, setting up values that you guys have so that when people come in, they know what's expected. Right. And, and we're doing the same thing with our club. It's like our on the soccer side and, and at the front office side, it's like if people don't fit into the culture or, or share the values then it's probably not the right fit for them. And you guys have done that as well. So, I've been thoroughly impressed, and I can't wait. I mean, we were talking about it today. I can't wait for March 7th when we get to walk out on the field and hear you guys. Um, it's just going to be a special night. So you have a little bit of experience, just a, a tiny bit of experience when it comes to support culture. You've been in Bayer Leverkusen. You've been San Jose Earthquakes, LA Galaxy, Everton, Leon, the Soccers. How important is supported culture to not just the sport, but you as a player as well? So, admittedly, when I played here in the States, uh, when we started with the Quakes, there were maybe 30 or so sort of diehard supporters. Uh, in 2001 at the time, when I came to the Galaxy, there was the LA Riot squad at the time, and they had a decent following. Um, but it, it never really occurred to me how much impact that supporter groups have on the game day experience. Um, and really until I got to this side of it and started to meet you guys and understand what you're about. And then the way it's grown in this country, now you see it across stadiums in America. People talk about, and they'll do the same thing here. People, for example, go to a Galaxy game or they go to an LAFC game and they don't say, wow, what an amazing game, or wow, how great was Laton or Vela. They come away saying, God, can you believe how crazy and fun that supporters group was and the energy and the atmosphere they provided? That is, that's what people talk about. And that's a big piece of what we're doing and why you guys are so important is that for people who don't understand just how legitimate this league is and this team is, and maybe they're trying out for the first time, when they get there, the experience it may be subconscious, but the experience that they have listening and being a part of something like that is undeniable, right? And, and people are drawn to that, especially in this world where we're on our phones all the time, where half our country hates anything that happens and half of it likes it. And we get a chance <laughs> to finally connect in a, sometimes in a direct way. And then sometimes, like I said, subconsciously, 
where you're just feeling that energy of, of human beings as social creatures. And it's really, it's really intoxicating. So that's why we're so excited to see you guys uh, finally get to do it in person too. Awesome. Thanks, Lane. That's a, the perfect answer I'd say in terms of, uh, trying to tie it back in. The thing for us really is at this point moving forward is what do you, what do you need from us? Really? Uh, what do you expect from us? And, and really to, from a volume standpoint, as well as a, a song creation standpoint, is there anything where you're saying, Hey, uh, I've now, now that I'm on the other side of this and I have a certain ear to listen to the songs, uh, here's, here's what gets me going. Uh, I know the boys to men has been included in there. So maybe some, <laughs> uh, end of the road, you know, uh, at the end of the, the game, but, um, uh, well, what else? Obviously the, the more numbers, the better, right? The more passionate people yeah. we have, the better. And, and part of that will take time, but you guys have already done a tremendous job growing this thing from organically from scratch. Um, <clears throat> what, what, we want is to be held accountable and along with that though we want unwavering support right and so we're not going to get it right 100 percent of the time and i'm talking we as in the players as in the coaches as in the club we're not going to get it right 100 percent of the time but we had a meeting this morning where we're talking about our internal values and we met with a gentleman who's who does this for a living and we at one point pete thurston who's our uh, chief commercial officer said, this is the first time I've been involved in sports and he's been involved in sports a long time. He said where the, um, the feeling and the respect is reciprocal between the fans and the front office. Yeah. And he said in other sports, the fans care, but he said the front office didn't really care. Like the fans didn't really mean that much. They were just sort of the numbers that, that got them where they needed to go, but it wasn't that important. <laughs> and it was a really profound comment because he's, he's seen it at the very highest levels in the NBA, et cetera. So it was really interesting for him to see how the connection is happening here and how organic that is and real and authentic. And I think it's what separates our sports from every other sport. I, I really do. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I agree. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, all the conversations we've had with the club, we know with that presentation you mentioned, um, it's amazing the front office you guys have put together. Um, Ricardo Campo, shout out Ricardo, um, is incredible. You no know, soccer background, but the rest of the front office doesn't really have it. So, um, kind of seeing their evolution just from our eyes is is also so cool. Like I was on the phone with Casey today, actually finalizing my season tickets because, you know, it's just taken a long time to get to that point. Um, <laughs> You know, I think his evolution and his background with the Utah Jazz and then kind of coming into soccer culture is incredible. Um, so for somebody who's been, you know, a player for so long as, as yourself, um, now stepping on the sideline, you know, wearing, wearing that jacket or that tracksuit, um, how have the first few weeks been as coach? Like, what's it like? I, I know you have a great staff around you with Carrie and, you know, now Nate. Um, but what's it like from your perspective? Well, I don't know what it's like yet because all I deal with right now are like the VP of soccer issues, mm. which have been, uh, I would say, interesting to say the least. Um, dealing with, with players and agents at this level is much different than at a higher um, salaried level or high, higher budgetary level because 
if an, if there's a problem with an MLS contract, um, you know, I'll just give you an example. We had one player who literally didn't end up signing with us because he has a dog and the apartments that we use don't allow dogs, right? So the, the housing we provide oh, doesn't allow dogs. Bum has something to a, say about that, but I know. know. And in an MLS, in an MLS or, a, you know, a team with a higher budget, you'd just say, okay, we'll just find them an apartment that allows dogs. Right. It doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but those little decisions matter a lot to our budget. Um, and we're totally respectful of the player because I totally get it. I've had two dogs for 15 years. I wouldn't leave my dog either. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, but it's just, it's just these interesting things that happen that you don't expect. And it's great learning. Um, sometimes you end up on the wrong side of it. Like in that case, sometimes you end up on the right side of it. Um, so, it's an interesting process, but the first few weeks um, of the coaching side, the only thing we've been able to do is, is through the open tryouts, and then we ran a, a training session and coached a game together, which was really good for us to start to build some chemistry and camaraderie from within the coaching staff. Um, but I'm really, really excited about the potential of this staff. Um, we all have very unique strengths, and they fit in perfectly. I mean, they really fit in perfectly like a puzzle. And I think it's going to be a really strong team. Yeah, you have people like Emra Clementa, Eric Avila, Sal Cizo, obviously Joe Greenspan, the 2019 Defender of the Year for USL, uh, Beverly McCangili, you have uh, Jerome Bekele, uh, Irvin Para, Ashley Nazira, uh, you know, some names within those that are just fantastic. Um, and we know that you have a few other people in there. Uh, but is there anything that you can share as far as what you're building and kind of what your vision is for this club on, on, on the field? Yeah, so when you have a clean slate, it's exciting and it's great. Um, it's also difficult because you have nothing nothing to start with, right? So you're building yeah everything from scratch so while that's enjoyable um it's also much different than other teams who are trying to fill maybe three or four holes in the off season so our approach was first get good human beings um obviously you need the talented soccer players but get good human beings that we can that that will help us build our club from day one because that matters um we just can't afford right now to have players who are not of the highest quality as human beings um, because they're all going to be ambassadors. They're all going to be ticket salesmen. They're all going to be in marketing. They're all going to be ambassadors who try to build this thing with us. So we needed people of high quality. So that was number one. Number two was try to get the most talented, best players we could get and then decide how we're going to play. And I, I know that's a little strange for anybody's coach listening um because a lot of coaches say i want to play this way and i'm going to go find the players that fit that the problem with that is is if we define how we're going to play immediately what happens if we can't find a player in a key role for how we want to play um that becomes a big issue so over time we will absolutely do that and that's what part of preseason will be but in the beginning we wanted to find as much talent as we can who are also good people, and then we can determine where the best pieces fit and how we want to play. And so I think that's, that's the process we've gone through. 
That's amazing. And thank you for sharing that with us. Um, with that being said, we're going to jump into your last question because we want to let you go. And first of all, again, thank you for spending time with us. Uh, yeah. That was an awesome answer, by the way. It was, yeah. it was more than I've heard in terms of where we're going in terms of play. And I, I love it. I love that style of, hey, get the most talented people and figure it out. Yeah, no, you're making us very happy right now as, so, a, yeah. as a supporter. So Jerry, Jerry's very excited to do the next thing. Uh, the ne the next thing, yes, which is uh, we are going to cheers to Mr. Landon Donovan, uh, our beers here. Are you guys ready to make this make this happen? Yeah. Put it by the microphone so everybody can hear it. Yeah. Here we go. So we to would, you, Mr. Landon Donovan, we would smuggle one to you. Uh, <laughs> 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 next time we see you. All right, Drew. You you it. you get the uh, oh, you get, get the, the last, last one. Qu Ooh, the last question. So I guess my question: We got a sponsor, a player for your tryouts, and we heard that he made it not not fully through, but he's on some sort of list somewhere, which is awesome. And mm -hmm. there's the whole intent there was to try and get somebody there who wouldn't normally be there. But the the cool second half of that was we saw that the next open tryout you guys held was in Riverside at your old high school. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, how did it feel to kind of mm -hmm. come all the way back to full circle? Um, yeah. kind of in your old community where you grew up, uh, where your life kind of sped up really fast after that, it sounds like, uh, and ending up now, uh, how did that feel? It was pretty special. Um, it was actually Carrie's idea. We had a, we had a couple tryouts and then we had like 50 more people who kept asking and wanting to try out. And it was Carrie's idea. And she said, why don't we just go back to, to the Inland Empire, to Redlands and see where, Let's see if, if we can't open this thing up and see what, what kind of talent is out there and it'd be good for you to go home. And it was really sweet because I saw my old, um, I call him my coach, but he was like a PE teacher in, in middle school that I've kept in touch with, one of the best men I know who helped set it up actually because he's pretty prominent in the school district now. And then my mom and my sister and my my niece and nephew came out too and just sat with us and hung out while I watched. So it was pretty special. At one point, my mom said, my mom said those exact words. She was like, wow, this really has come full circle, hasn't it? And I said, yeah, I mean, I was, I was standing on those fields in the same position. And I said that to the guys who were out there that day. Um, it doesn't, you know, majority of them aren't going to make it. Well, maybe none of them make our team, but it doesn't mean that it can't happen at some point. So, just to give them that opportunity, but then to have the ability to be home was, it was a pretty special moment for me. Beautiful. Yeah. That's, that sounds awesome, dude. I don't think, we, oh, oh, there we go. I, I muted myself for a second. I, I don't think that there's any better way to end this than with that. That was, that no, was awesome. Um, well, thank you so much coach for uh hanging out with us for a little bit i'm sure we're gonna have you on again um hopefully it's not to like rip you apart and be and tell you how <laughs> <laughs> if we do we promise we'll give you the beer first yeah yeah, we yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll ease you I, into uh, it <laughs> i said it earlier um we got to hold each other accountable right so yes. there are a few things that are acceptable and some that aren't uh losing is acceptable if the effort is maximum yeah, right uh, I what i say to our what i will say to our players is uh, maximum effort is non-negotiable at this club, right? So we don't have to win every game. We don't have to always be pretty, but if you don't give maximum effort, then you're not going to be playing here very long. So that part of it is fine. If we don't do the job on the field and we're not doing that, you better hold me accountable and you better hold us accountable. That's why that's how good relationships work. Yep. So, so I expect that you can't always control the outcome, but you can, you can control what you put into it. So 
Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Absolutely. exciting. Again, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for spending some time with us. Hopefully, we'll have you on soon, and actually, uh, we'll hang out with you very soon again. Yeah, thank you, Legend. Thank you, friend. Thank you, thank you, bud. Yeah, well, we see you on the nineteenth. Just to wrap this up. At the Talkers game. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Cool. I will be there. We'll, we'll be there too. I know Craig was All saying right, he's going to have your jersey ready for you just in case. <laughs> <laughs> like a Michael Jordan like space four, jam situation. Like a fourth time. <laughs> I could probably last. I could probably last about two minutes right now. Uh, <laughs> you can play the celebrity game. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much, and thanks again for the support. Um, have a great weekend, and then we'll see you in a week. In a week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. See you, bud. All right, thanks, see you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. That was Coach Landon Donovan who joined us. Man. Wow, dude. That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Goose that was super cool. It was exciting. Gosh. I can't. We yeah, just leveled so, up. Yeah, we totally leveled <laughs> up. We went from just some guys in a room to, to guys with actual insight and real stories. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we need to wrap it up. Like This is going to be episode two right here. So, again, the 19th. We all have to be there. We need to support San Diego soccer. Yes, we are all loyal fans. We are here for San Diego Loyal Soccer Club as locals. However, let's make this a 365-day thing, right? Let's make it yep. let's make it a 12-month thing. Um, if we support Loyal during their season, guess who's on the offseason? The soccers. Are awesome. And the soccers are awesome. So on the 19th, we're going to be hanging out again at Bay City, 12 o'clock be there we are going to be hopefully having you don't some have to drums. be there at 12 o'clock exactly but no you should be there at 12 o'clock i'm gonna tell i okay how's this i will buy the first five people that come and actually talk to me yeah because i'm broke the first five people a beer and come say hey I'm, am i one of the first five and if you are one of the first five i will buy you a beer how's that drew i'll buy the sixth Sounds oh oh there we go all right, come hang out with us on yeah, the 19th. Come hang out. Bay City. We're going to be there around noon, noonish. Um, and then we're going to be making our way into the arena, the sports arena, to watch the soccer. So, our link for special discounted tickets is now available. If you haven't gotten an email, reach out to one of us. You should have gotten it already. It's on the Facebook, it's on pretty much everything. You should have a link. Uh, Please check your spam. Yeah, seriously. Your promotions. Check your we promise you guys have gotten your emails. <laughs> we tried, yeah, we should, tried very hard. <laughs> should we talk about that? Like, the, okay, so the scarves. It, most people already. This is by yeah, this part of by the, the point that this is actually out for people to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Um, the majority of people should have already picked out their scarves. Yeah. Right. So a little bit of a state of the supporters group from the president of the supporters group. We're at yes. about two hundred and seventy-five members, which is absolutely insane to think about when we launched. Um, Craziness. Like a month and a half. No, like a month and a week ago. Not even. I don't even know the day, but 270 members is incredible. It's after November 20th. Um, and so we got 235 responses as of right now, 8.32 p.m. on um, on uh, <laughs> Friday. It's Friday. Yeah. All the days like, like kind of like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm. That's exciting. Uh, we're going to place the order literally tonight for the scarves. And that's wow. about uh, $5,000, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is very, very, very uh, crazy to think about, but also very, very exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, 
For sure. That means scarves are happening. Those are about three weeks out. Um, so we're over ordering for point of sale as well. Those are going to go for standard $20. Um, it's, there you go. while we have big money things going on, that means high excitement as well. Yes. Scarves are what like things are wants. happening. Yeah. Big shout out to Travis Peterson for the designs. Um, yeah. They're absolutely such amazing. A good they, he killed the designs. I've, I've heard from countless other supporters groups, um, across USL supporters groups across the country going, wow, that scarf is incredible. Um, and when other groups compliment each other and are not talking trash, um, usually they subtweet. So yeah, when they have to say it to our <laughs> yes. right. Yeah. Um, so if you guys haven't joined yet, if you're listening and you haven't joined scarf is included, it's a $30 membership scarf, $20 value. So, um, you're essentially, you know, paying $10 to our, um, our cause, which means we buy drums, we buy tailgate equipment. I was going to um, say, hurry up because, uh, yeah. we don't know when we're going to shut that down. It yeah. might be any minute now. Yeah. So you, you have to hurry like up. One, if you like one, you got to buy it. It's at not going to be there for forever. At no. some point, we have to shut memberships down just for a practical standpoint. We can't have yeah. memberships open forever. For, so, um, But that will reopen, obviously, at the end of the season. So uh, for the next season. Cool. So, yeah, get those in. Get the memberships. Get the scarves in. And we will talk to you guys soon here on the 19th and, and catch up on anything else that you'd like to know at that point. We might actually record one of these on the. On I think the 19th. so. I think it's probably good. Um, we're gonna have this out as soon as possible to you guys. Hopefully, you're listening to this in uh, good health, and uh, that's it. That's it for us. Uh, for Mister, uh, actually, before I end, any final thoughts, gentlemen? I want to thank everybody for their their joining the memberships, for buying the scarves, for tuning in, for their likes and retweets. You guys are all helping spread the message. Um, what we really, really want to build here. Um, all of you are founding members um, and we are grateful for your support. Uh, we can't wait to stand in support with you guys and jump and sing and lose our voices and go crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy um, for this, this club. All right. Drew, anything? Uh, I would just say show up, be loud. Uh, if you're somebody who really is considering doing this, just talk to us, just come out and talk to us. It takes one meetup to feel like, Oh, these people actually do care about me and they don't, they're going to listen to me and we, we want to hear every idea. Honestly, there's not a bad idea. We've heard, we've heard some weird ideas, haven't heard any bad ideas. So come on out and hang out and just, you know, come uh, uh, beat a soccer on, on the 19th. Cool. Episode two in the books for Mr. Drew stick and Mr. Steve broke off. My name is Jerry Jimenez and uh, stay classy. Peace. Bye.